Welcome to the News and Views podcast by the Fintech Times. Established in 2016, the Fintech Times is a global multimedia news outlet centered around the world's first leading fintech newspaper. We report on the latest and brightest ideas from the fintech world. Follow the conversation using hashtag TFC News and Views and follow us at the Fintech Times. Hi, I'm Polly and I'm a journalist at the Fintech Times. So this month at the Fintech Times, we are focusing on everything digital currencies. Uh, So whether that's, you know, the traditional crypto or CBDCs or NFTs, we uh, as an editorial team are taking a really deep dive into the topic this month. Um, And one of the things in relation to this that I really wanted to talk about today on the podcast is blockchain and blockchain technology. Um, So as blockchain and crypto go pretty hand in hand, I kind of want to do sort of like a whistle stop tour today as to what blockchain is um, and what it's used for, as I feel it is kind of one of the more challenging topics to wrap your head around if you're not a fintech aficionado or just getting into the industry. Um, And just generally, I thought it'd be great to just do a nice intro uh, to blockchain and what blockchain can actually do. Um, So at its very basic core, A blockchain is a database of information that records the provenance of a digital asset in a way that makes it very difficult to change. Uh, So it's a digital ledger of transactions and provides an open database of every transaction involving value. So this could involve goods, money, property, or even things like election votes. So it is literally made up of a chain of blocks, albeit they are digital, of course. Um, And each block in the chain contains a number of transactions as well as immutable cryptographic signature called a hash and a timestamp as to when it was added. So every time a new transaction is completed, it's added to the ledger in a new block connected to the previous one with both the new hash and the previous hash recorded in the block. So once you have a longer chain of these block transactions that are stored in chronological order, it becomes almost impossible to change them as altering one block will then affect the whole chain and you'll be able to see how it's been altered. So this is really useful um, as therefore it means blockchain creates a permanent immutable record of all transactions or assets. Uh, So the authenticity of these can be verified by anyone with Internet access. So the reason people are so excited about blockchain is because it really is quite a revolutionary technology that does help reduce risk and fraud, as well as leveraging transparency that has a practical application in a whole host of sectors, not just finance. Like this can be used, you know, throughout multiple industries. Um, And we will go into that in a little bit. But first, let me just give you a very brief overview of the history of blockchain. Uh, So blockchain technology was actually first proposed back in 1991 uh, by Stuart Haber and W. Scott Stornetta. Um, And they worked on a cryptographically secured chain for a system where document timestamps were unable to be tampered with. Um, Then moving forward a little bit, blockchain's first actual real world application didn't come until almost 20 years later in 2008, where it was conceptualized by Satoshi Nakamoto. Um, So his design of blockchain was implemented as a core component of Bitcoin. Obviously, Nakamoto is the creator of Bitcoin, uh, where it is the public ledger for all transactions on the network. So when anyone buys Bitcoin, it is all recorded on the blockchain, which is seen as a good thing, as I said, because then it's just a clear record that anyone can see. And in theory, makes it really hard to uh, commit fraud um, or counterfeit Bitcoin. So this security is kind of a big deal when it comes to blockchain. Um, As you know, it is 
pretty much top notch. It's very difficult to edit or change things on the blockchain. It can be done, but it is incredibly difficult and so difficult that it is near impossible. Um, quarks are always stored chronologically, so it's hard to go back and change what happened before. Um, and as mentioned, because blocks contain their own hash codes, if information in a block is changed in any way, the hash changes as well. But since the blocks are connected, any altered blocks wouldn't match up to the rest of the change, making it super clear that it has been tampered with. Um, so even though it is this, you know, security stronghold, blockchain isn't a magic wand that can make life easier in the fintech world. It has a number of uses and is currently being used in a whole host of ways. Um, because it's an excellent tool and a great means to achieving things more efficiently. But, you know, it does have its flaws, as with everything. Um, so what are some of the uses of blockchain technology? So they are pretty much endless. Um, and over the next five to ten years or so, it's predicted that blockchain will become a regular facet of our everyday lives, even if the general public don't actually know it's there. So one of the key things about blockchain is that it could quite happily work uh, in the background, uh, to the point where sort of front face users don't necessarily need to know that it is being recorded on a blockchain, but the blockchain is still there doing its job. So obviously, it's already used prominently in finance and banking, um, as blockchain can really help speed up transactions in banking. Uh, so one example of this is the time it takes to deposit a check. Um, this could be greatly reduced using blockchain technology, as the processing time would only be however long it takes to add the transaction to the blockchain, rather than, you know, going to the bank, giving them the check, waiting for them to process the check, yada, yada, yada. So blockchain can really just help speed up processes like that. And it can speed up other back office processes as well, and even be used to sort of share customer onboarding data between institutions. If one institution has already onboarded a customer, once it's on the blockchain as a transaction, uh, it's very easy to then share those records uh, with other companies, but also it's very secure as well. Obviously, of course, there is blockchain use in crypto, as I said, um, and crypto tends to use blockchain to act as a ledger, as well as an enhanced cryptographic security system. Uh, so like I just mentioned, it's pretty secure and it means that it's very difficult to sort of counterfeit cryptocurrencies or commit fraud, any of those kind of financial crimes that we might consider. Um, so transactions involving cryptocurrency are pretty much always secured and more importantly, they are recorded. Uh, so, for example, let's say you wanted to buy a car using your Bitcoin stash. You would be able to buy it using a digital wallet or trading platform. And then when the sale of your new car is finalized, the Bitcoin would be digitally transferred from you to the seller with a blockchain recording of the transaction. And then it would also record who now owns the Bitcoin. So the record on the blockchain would record that you bought the car, how much you bought it for and who you bought it from and therefore now who owns the Bitcoin. So this obviously makes everything super transparent because you've got all the information right in front of you on a ledger and it is an immutable record that is very difficult to change and very easy to confirm the provenance of. So not only do you have a very clear um, receipt of a transaction, if you like, but it can also be used to sort of show value. Like if you paid this much money for a car, then in theory, you know, that car could still be worth that much money um, later on down the line when you want to sell it and you have a clear record of exactly how much you paid for it. Uh, so blockchain can actually also do a lot of really cool things outside of finance as well. Uh, for example, in healthcare, uh, so a great example of this is, say, you want to move to a new doctor's 
um, rather than going through the tedious process of transferring your medical files, uh, which can take a very long time as obviously medical files are stored in like a secure hospital database. A lot of them are still kind of in, in paper form as well as the digital form. Uh, so moving from one doctor surgery to another doctor surgery could possibly, you know, be a bit of a hassle and it might take a little bit of time for your notes and medical history to make it to your new surgery. However, on blockchain, this can make the transfer instantaneous because everything is recorded on the blockchain. There's a ledger right there. So all they have to do is be able to access the ledger and be given the key, if you will, to access that ledger. So there are also smart contracts. So a smart contract is a self-executing code that carries out a set of instructions which are then verified on the blockchain. They're a core technological element of many decentralized applications. And a key characteristic of smart contracts is that they are trustless, meaning that they can reduce or even eliminate the need for third-party intermediaries. So this can be used in sort of real estate or buying very big ticket items like houses or maybe very expensive cars, that sort of thing. So within real estate, when a property is tokenized, much of the required record keeping can take place via associated smart contracts, which can save the party's time and money. So as such, hidden costs connected to closing fees, title transfers and broker fees can all be reduced or eliminated as the need for a third party is removed. Um, so it's clear, obviously, blockchain just has a whole host of uses. And we're not even just talking about the finance industry. We're talking everywhere, anywhere where you might need a ledger or a record or, you know, some sort of proof a transaction has happened blockchain can be there um, and it's actually pretty incredible to see where it pops up in the world and it tends to pop up in places that you maybe didn't think it would um, but there it is and you know moving forward I certainly think we're going to see a lot more blockchain technology out there to the point where you know possibly over the next five to ten years as the technology continues to uh, get better and be uptaken I really think most all record keeping is going to be somewhere on the blockchain at some point uh, because it's that handy of a tool. Thanks for listening to the News and Views podcast by the Fintech Times. Don't miss next week's episode and continue the conversations using hashtag TFT News and Views and follow us at the Fintech Times.